Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily, everybody. We continue our corporate updates this Wednesday with welcoming back Gilbert Clark, chairman of Meridian Mining. They trade on the TSX with MNO and on the OTCQB with MRRDF. Uh, For most people that are invested in the resource uh, development projects, you know uh, a mine project or development project is only as good as the metal that can be recovered. Meridian put out news this morning with some metallurgical test work results, which included a 29% copper concentrate from the Cabasol program and recoveries of 94% copper and 87% gold from Cabasol. So Gilbert, uh, you know, this is really important news and an update for the continuation and development of the project. Uh, give us kind of a sense of where these percentages line up with, you know, how they stand around uh, industry-wide. Uh, thanks, Trevin, and thanks for having me back. Uh, you, these are, without, I think, without doubt, the, the metallurgy of Cabasol has set a new benchmark for the industry. Um, maybe some of the um, feeder structures in Kid Creek came close to the grades and recoveries, but across you won't get anything like this out of New Brunswick, Ontario, um, any of the mining camps. These are absolutely superb, and you you hit the nail on the head straight away. You could have high grade, higher grade the projects, but if you can't get the metal out or the metal comes out and it's full of deleterious materials, then you just, you just got you you're behind the eight ball straight away. Um, one of, one of the things about this MET study and one of the pitfalls that investors sometimes get hoodwinked by is that companies might take uh, non-representative samples. What we've done is we've taken uh, a broad range of, of uh, mineralized samples from across the deposit. We intentionally took out any of the high-grade gold because that's a, a different um, series of tests. So we've given it a really robust, what we expect to be, you know, run of mine, a feed grade to a mill. And it just came out superbly. And what I'll just sort of draw everyone's attention to is if you've got really soft rock, superb, you know, our bond work index is 11.2, which is, you know, soft to medium, it's fantastic rock. It means we can, in a very quick and rapid time at very low cost, extract the payable minerals which is the copper, gold, and silver out of this, this deposit. It is absolutely a superb result for the company. I do want to, I want to follow up on this concentrate that had 29% copper. Can you kind of break down kind of that number? I mean, obviously, that's, that really catches the attention in this news release. Um, you know, the 94% recovery copper is obviously very high. 87% in gold is very much respectable. But this concentrate of almost 30% copper... Uh, can you tell us what else makes up this concentrate? Well, uh, if, uh, if you had pure 100% charcoal pyrite, you would get 34% copper concentrate. So we're just under pure charcoal pyrite. We've got about 32.5% sulfur content, about 30% in um, iron. So this is going to be an absolute premium concentrate. You'll be able to blend this with any of the low-grade concentrates coming out of Chile now. If you've got a, a trader and you've got a, 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 as a lot of them are, quite dirty concentrates, they could have, you know, some other concentrates could have arsenic, uh, mercury, lead, zinc, business fluoride, any of these other deleterious. Well, they can use Cabasal's very, very clean concentrate 
that's had to be bought, bought or purchased, blend it with this cheaper stuff, sell it to the smelters, and the smelters still meet minimum performance. So this is one of the things that we talk about. If you can, if you're going to have a, a metal, and you're going to actually produce one of the best concentrates on the market, that's not has any offtake agreement. So we've got a free trading scenario. This is really a, starting to create real asset value to the Cabocell project. One of the things I'll talk about this metallurgy, and, and you take in the larger aspect of, of when you go to do your engineering financial statements. So we now know that from very robust and even from quite low grades, we get absolutely fantastic concentrates, very quickly processed from soft rock. Now we combine that with the geography of the mineralization, the geometry of it. We are in an absolute fantastic position to, to, to commence the studies to develop an open pit at Cabasal. Everything's lining up. Can you give us, uh, where, where did the, the, the rock that you sent for this MET test work, where was that drilled from within the Cabasal project? And how do these results um, compare to the historic production metallurgical results previously? Well, in our press release, if you go to page one, you can see we've done a very broad distribution across the eastern eastern copper zone, central copper zone, and the southern copper zone, and also from the northwest extension, which is generally the, the, the entirety of the deposit. Because um, we're not going to selectively mine this, we're going to bulk mine this project. And just everyone notes that higher grade um, gold will do those tests. Actually, we're starting those tests as we speak. Now, how does this compare to the historical? Well, when they were mining, when they were actually mining Cabasal, they were mining gold that was sort of averaging in the last year. It's on table one of the presentation, of the news, today's news release. They were processing 3.5 grams per ton uh, copper on average. Sorry, gold, uh, 1.06 um, percent copper, and they were getting. 94% for the copper and 93% for the gold. So already we can get an indication what we think the high grade gold is going to recover it because this is essentially what they're mining. But we're receiving the mm -hmm. same um, recovery for copper when they're almost double the grade. And we're going to get almost we're just under what they were getting for the gold. And it was, you know, five times, nearly six times less the grade. Now, what's interesting on top of all of this is during that period, they're only producing somewhere around 21 to 22% uh, copper concentrate, and they were grinding at 100 microns. So we've got a very coarse grind, okay, another trap. You look at a lot of the um, uh, comparative operating mines, and they're grinding their, their ore down to 45 microns to start the release. Our ore starts to become liberated up to 200 microns. This is incredibly, incredibly coarse. I guarantee every metallurgist in Canada or the US is saying, no, that, that's not true. No, guys, that's what the tea leaves has told us. This is what it's going to be. But, so we've been liberating um, the, the metals that are much coarser grind. And then from the scavenger circuit, just with the addition of lime and a partial regrind, we actually are upgrading the concentrate from where they were doing it 22 for a very simple circuit. But now we can, you know, quite easily achieve some 29% copper concentrate. I mean, that is just a fantastic result. I, I, I've, um, 
without doubt in my career this is the best metallurgy that I've ever done or ever, ever reviewed. I haven't seen anything this good. And I can, we've looked across the world, we've looked at anything in, 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 in Europe, zinc grooving, um, stuff in Australia, the Grusser, uh, anything in Canada. Um, I can't, we have, we have actually absolutely set the benchmark. We, we discussed this, I think, about four or five months ago, Trevor, when I said, um, when we started this journey, we used to compare Catasau to other projects. Well, not anymore. Clearly, this is now the benchmark investment for any other polymetallic copper gold project. And we're really at a fantastic position for people to actually get into this company. Uh, 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 more than a year ago, the company also released metallurgical data from Cabasol. Uh, and those headline numbers were 90% for the copper. So obviously you've improved there, 90% for the gold. So maybe a small percentage decrease there, but 85% for the silver. Um, you know, what what was different between that data and this data? And also, uh, why not do any met for the silver that you reported, you know, almost a year ago last spring? Uh, we'll, we'll report the silver numbers. We've focused on the assays of just copper and gold at the moment. The silver numbers will come through in time. We will get, I'm pretty confident we'll still get get above that 90% because what we've done is we've just focused this metallurgical study on the VMS system, okay? So that's the bulk system. And then on top of that, we have the high-grade gold vein, which contain a lot of gold. Now, when you take in a weighted average, what we think is going to be the weighted average gold recovery, that's when it's going to be pushed above 90%. It, it is, you know, if, if we were to put... Uh, uh, into this bulk um, sample, some of the high-grade gold, it wouldn't be representative because when we do our resource statement, we're obviously going to have different recoveries. We'll have a different recovery for the gold in the VMS system, which would be 87%, and we'll probably have a recovery for the gold in the high-grade veins at maybe 92, 93. Overall, it will come out about 90%. Now, that's a really interesting point because in the historical resource statement, they were using, I think, 0.6 copper, 0.6 uh, gold over 21 million tonnes, and we're going to pass that quite easily. But they were using recoveries of 85% for the copper and some 65% for the gold. Now, we've already 22% above that just with gold and 9% for the, for the copper. Now, at the same time, our drill program, you've seen that we've actually drilled outside of the envelope of that resource. So not only will we increase the resource within the historical resource shells, we're actually extending out of it. But I think one of the most important things for all investors to take away from this is really the scalability. Because we're seeing excellent recoveries now, even down to about 0.25% copper equivalent. So we're going to, of course, focus on our 2.5 million tonne per annum mill that's where we're going to do all our studies on. Mm -hmm. But the ability to then increase that in years to come to be quite a significant mine, while still maintaining, not sacrificing recoveries, not sacrificing concentrate grade, it just gives a really strong indication of the scalability of this project's potential. With these recoveries, you can start putting some, some, uh, some economics behind this. So talk to us about putting out you know, where are you at with the next technical report 
for Cabasol, and how does this met these met results, these testing results, fit into those reports? Uh, well, there's, there's two two answers to that. Um, we we are going to be targeting last week, I guess, in September to publish our resource statement. We'll put a pin in the database in um, first week of August and all that data, but we'll still be drilling. Um, we are So you can see that we're actually going to lift the recovery percentages on the compared to the historical resource. So that's going to make a really material change to that. Um, in the economics, when we go through the economic studies, to have such a low bond work index, such a low abrasion index, to have such a coarse grind, that is, of course, going to materially influence your equipment sizing and your power requirements. It's going to be quite a, quite a significant reduction. Um, and then on top of that, instead of having to transport you know, 22 or 23% concentrate, we'll be transporting a 29% concentrate. So what? That's, I guess like a third less mass. I have to do the mass, but it really mm -hmm. is interesting just how material these this metallurgical report is. And to some extent, to be honest, we've kind of known this. And we've, I've, right from the start, I've always talked about risk and in investments. You don't take risk in junior stocks. So we had our resource. We knew what our resource was going to be. We knew what the dimensions were going to be. We knew what the metallurgy was going to be. Simple flow sheet. Crush, grind, cover the gold, the gold from gravity, take the copper out on flotation. This was a known procedure. And... In the open pit scenario, we looked at the original ramping up data and they were feeding in 0.3 copper, 0.2 gold and getting 94%, 92% on the copper and 84, I think, on the gold and producing an 18% concentrate. So we knew when we were doing the due diligence back in 2000, that this was going to be an open pit scenario. The grade was there, the metallurgy was there, the topography was there. And this is what I've always come back to is risk. Don't take risk. So now we've got a, a very interesting part in the in the equity cycle. We've seen projects come off a little bit now because of the you know, depressions of the, um, the copper price, the gold price. My belief is when we look at our sensitivity analysis, no matter what the copper price goes, if it goes up, we're going to make an absolute, this company will potentially absolutely make a fortune in free cash flow. If the copper price or the gold price comes goes down further, well, I still believe this will be a positive cash flow project. We've got that fundamental criteria for a successful mining operation. And now, as we've said today in this metallurgy, uh, I can't give you a comparison. I think this is now the benchmark for any VMS project in the world. That have to compare against this. It's 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 just the best there is. All right, uh, very encouraging results here, and obviously always important. They don't, you know, they metallurgical test results don't always get the uh, the splash and uh, you know those beautiful headlines a lot like new discoveries or drill results, but uh, they are incredibly important, obviously, for any project to move forward towards development and potentially uh -huh. construction and mining. So, uh, Gilbert, thanks so much for your time. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, you know, we'll probably catch up here in the next couple of weeks. If not, we'll definitely catch up in September in Beaver Creek. So uh, stay cool Thanks. over there, my friend. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks again, Trevor. I'm really pleased to be on the show today. Thank you. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. 
Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.